my voice. You are getting sleepy. Very sleepy. A common occurrence when listening to any of my podcasts. You are very relaxed. Listen. Carefully. You will tell everyone you know to subscribe to this podcast. You will give it positive reviews. When I clap my hands, you will awaken and remember nothing. Divers coming to you from Studio D, the Deep Dive Podcast proudly presents Hollywood Hype, a series that looks at the gimmicks, tie-ins, and publicity stunts that lured unsuspecting patrons into movie theaters. I'm Tom Feeney, two-time regional Emmy Award-winning producer and writer for Wang's Shop Movie Magazine. You might not be aware of it, but this episode deals with hypnosis. That's right, specifically movies that use hypnosis as a plot point, or even use hypnosis itself on the audience. But before we get to that, let's get into what hypnosis actually is. According to the dictionary definition, hypnosis is the induction of a state of consciousness in which a person apparently loses the power of voluntary action and is highly responsive to suggestion or direction. It's used in therapy, typically to recover suppressed memories or to allow modification of behavior by the power of suggestion. Now, depending on who you ask, hypnotherapy can be used to treat a litany of behaviors, uh, including smoking, drinking, overeating, sleep disorders, the list goes on. And hypnosis is a real, demonstrable process. It certainly isn't a cure-all for mental health issues, and it doesn't work on everyone, but it has helped millions of people with their behavioral issues. The origins of contemporary hypnosis trace back to the late 18th century, gaining prominence through the efforts of Franz Mesmer, a German physician acclaimed as the pioneer of modern hypnotism. Now, during that era, hypnosis was commonly referred to as mesmerism, a term derived from Mesmer's name. Now, it's used today mostly to describe someone as being mesmerized. And now you know where that came from. Mesmer's viewpoint posited hypnosis as a mystical energy transferring from the hypnotist to the hypnotized individual. However, his perspective faced skepticism from critics who contested the notion of any supernatural component intrinsic to hypnotism. Now we know that hypnosis is merely the result of tiny brain creatures from the planet Traucastelan Prime having a picnic in your cerebellum. Science is real! 
Now, eventually hypnotism made its way into the mainstream medical field, where it has many beneficial uses, including pain management and relaxing anxious patients. Now, when it comes to motion pictures, hypnosis has been used as a plot point since almost the beginning of the industry. One of the first being 1920s The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, a classic silent film from Germany. The film is about a crazed hypnotist who uses an unsuspecting sleepwalker to commit murder. It's a brilliant example of early German expressionism in film. And you can see it on YouTube in its entirety. Of course, the depiction of hypnotism in the film is, shall we say, less than credible? Which is something nearly every fictional portrayal of hypnosis has in common. I mean, while using hypnotic suggestion to turn people into your unwilling servants might seem fun and exciting, it's not a thing. Sorry. Now, many fictional villains have used hypnosis to further their evil intentions. Dracula, The Mummy, Candyman, and Bugs Bunny. I'll have to teach this joke a lesson so he won't bother me anymore. Let's see now. I got it. I command you to be a rabbit. Yes, Bugs Bunny is a villain. Just watch his early cartoons. He's kind of a jerk. So while the art and practice of hypnosis has been used as a plot device in numerous films and TV shows, rarely has it been used to actually put the audience in a trance. Now, why would someone go to the movies to deliberately try to be hypnotized? I do not know. What I do know is that there are two examples of this gimmick that are worth exploring. I want to give each of you the opportunity to, to experience the sensation of hypnosis, to cross the dark, mysterious threshold of your own unconscious mind. And now, if you dare, look into the hypnotic eye. No one was safe against it. Eleven women. Attractive, some even beautiful. Each one of them mutilated herself in some crazy way. They can't all be accidents. Your body is growing stiff and rigid. Your flesh is turning to stone. You are turning to stone. The hypnotic eye. Terror loose in the city streets. Reaching from the plush nightclubs to the beat joints bongo beat. A strange animal magnetism that drives women to do things hidden deep within their subconscious. And bringing violence and mutilation and death to the innocent. I command you to see the hypnotic eye. Yes, from 1960, the hypnotic eye. Like crazy man, crazy. 
film, a number of beautiful women inexplicably mutilate their own faces and have no recollection of why. A police detective who does not believe hypnotism is real, at first, begins to suspect a stage hypnotist named Desmond, who may be using his abilities to force the women to hurt themselves. Desmond uses some kind of device called the hypnotic eye, which looks kind of like a flashing ping pong ball, to enthrall his victims. Will anyone have the strength of will to break the spell of the hypnotic eye? Well, yeah, it's a movie, so... Now, when it comes to the hypnosis used in the film, they hired a consultant named Gil Boyne. He founded the American Council of Hypnotist Examiners and also set up the Hypnotism Training Institute in California. Now, during the film's premiere at the Golden Gate Theater in San Francisco, Gil Boyne actually did live shows in between screenings. And he went all out to promote the movie showing up on local TV news and talk shows and doing live hypnosis demonstrations. However, none of that means the use of hypnosis in the film is in any way accurate and far from it. Now, the film was hyped to have a new film technique called Hypnomagic. Now, it was actually advertised as this incredible new thrill for the audience. Spoiler alert, it wasn't. Basically, in these hypnomagic parts, the Desmond character would look right into the camera, which means he's looking straight at the audience in the movie theater. Then he'd do these hypnotic tests to mess with your suggestibility. And during the original theater run, balloons with an eye painted on them were handed out to the audience. Why? Well, because a similar balloon was used in the film as a hypnosis aid. In other screenings, you got a card with a black dot on it, and you would hold the card two to three inches from your face and watch the spot as it moved into the hypnotic eye. Now, you can actually find examples of this kind of eye card online. It's a pretty cool optical illusion. Some theaters warned customers with faint hearts to avoid seeing the film. They offered free medical supplies in the lobby and provided free admission to nurses, doctors, and uh, undertakers. I don't want to know what you had to bring with you to prove you were an undertaker. Blah. Now these days, you don't have to prove anything to watch The Hypnotic Eye. It's available to rent on Prime Video, Apple TV, and Vudu for the mesmerizing price of $2.99. I balloon not included. We'll be right back. You're getting sleepy. Very sleepy. No, wait. You're getting hungry. Very hungry. Feed your late night craving with gorditas. Warm, hearty flatbread, a blend of three cheeses, and your choice of mouthwatering salsas. Just 99 cents each. Welcome back. 
Our second film that intentionally tried to hypnotize audiences had its own gimmick. One that, oddly enough, was released a year earlier than The Hypnotic Eye. Now remember, in Hollywood there are no coincidences. This film is Horrors of the Black Museum, and the gimmick was called Hypnovista. If you have nerve enough, come down these stairs with me to the Black Museum. And if you dare, look around this chamber of horrors. You will see the lethal possessions of a man possessed with murder. As this is a U trailer advertising an X certificate film, we regret we cannot show you now the scene as it appears in the picture. You sensation! Killer strikes again! We have to tell you the story of a man whose hobby is murder. A killer who held London in terror. We repeat, as this is a U trailer advertising an X certificate film, we regret we cannot show you now the scene as it appears in the picture. Here was a modern Jekyll and Hyde who killed so that he could write with relish about his victims and his crimes. Clever. Fiendishly clever. Ingenious enough to give us the third brutal murder in two weeks. Aren't these similar to the pair you have in your black museum? Starring Michael Gough. A killer who shopped for his weapons in London's back street antique shops. To experience all the horrors of the Black Museum, you must see the complete film. Graham Kernow, a boy hypnotized into obeying his master's murderous voice. Shirley Ann Field, innocent victim of young love, enticed into the nightmare horror of the Black Museum. Break! Why did you bring a stranger down here, you stupid fool? You know I never allow any outsider to snoop around my workshop. This Black Museum is our private world. And now, thanks to you, it has been in For the film itself, a man named Emile Franchel was enlisted to introduce Hypnovista to the audience prior to the film. He also appeared in a trailer for the film demonstrating the power of hypnosis by inserting needles into a young woman's arm. My name is Emile Franchel, and I am a psychologist specializing in hypnotism. You are about to see a preview of the most fantastic advance ever to be made in the history of motion picture entertainment, called Hypnovista. It is a psychological technique whereby you, seated in the auditorium, actually become part of the action you see on the screen. Let me show you something. You will feel absolutely no pain at all. How do you feel? Fine, thank you. Well, thank you, young lady. We'll get back to removing the needles in just a few moments. This is the power of suggestion. So I suggest that you see this motion picture, see and actually feel. Yeah, just be glad this is audio only, especially if you hate needles. Horrors of the Black Museum stars British acting legend Michael Goff, whom you might recognize as Bruce Wayne's butler Alfred from both Tim Burton Batman movies, as well as Batman Forever, and Batman and Robin. 
The movie centers around a series of gruesome murders that lead an intrepid journalist and a determined detective to a macabre museum filled with deadly devices. As they investigate, they uncover a trail of terror masterminded by a sinister curator named Edmund Bancroft, played by Michael Goff. Bancroft uses hypnosis to have an underling do his dirty work. The film explores the dark fascination with crime, violence, and sadism that only a British movie can deliver. And there are deaths by guillotine, ice tongs, a vat of acid, you know, the usual. It's a grisly little piece of business, and the whole hypno-vista thing is just purely an add-on to generate some buzz with American audiences, since it was felt that British films needed, you know, a little extra something, a little zhuzh. Now, the only way, currently, to see Horrors of the Black Museum is on the streaming service Night Flight Plus. Now, if you're a lover of 80s music and weird videos, check out Night Flight Plus. It's pretty cool. It is a subscription service, but there is a seven-day free trial if you want to check it out. I recommend that you do. Thanks for listening. If this is the first time you've heard this podcast, check out our past episodes available on almost all podcast providers and subscribe so you don't miss a single one. And if you like what you hear, write a review. We would love to know what you think. Or you can drop us a line at the deep dive podcast at gmail.com or on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter feeds. You can find links to those and our awesome t-shirt store in the bio of our Instagram page. All clips used in this podcast are meant for educational purposes only and not to infringe on existing copyrights. Hollywood Hype is part of the Deep Dive Podcast family and a production of Automaton Studios. You are all very good players. We are are all very very good good players. players. You will beat Shelbyville. We We will will beat Shelbyville. You will give 110%. That's impossible. No No one one can give more than 100%. 100%. By definition, that is the most anyone can give.